Do you enjoy listening to people slowly lose their minds while waiting on hold? Well, you're in luck because Jonathan and I tried for 10 minutes to get our call-in app to work during this episode, and we are posting it separately as a bonus clip. So consider it a gift from our family to yours. Hi, I'm Dee, and today is my cat's birthday. Oh, and I'm Jonathan, and I really do feel that orange Tic Tacs are a candy. Because yeah. nobody, I don't want my breath to smell like oranges. Like, if I'm going out on a date. Yeah, oh, I'm, let's get into this, yeah. Yeah, I, if I'm going on a date, I'm not going to go pick up orange Tic Tacs. Like. Oh, to keep your breath. Yeah, smelling. like they're not mint. They're candy. Yeah, no, I totally agree. Um, if they were, the, there's a difference between fruit mints. Like, I've had lemon mints where I know mint is in there, but there's no mint flavor. But you know what? It does that clean squeaky mouth feeling it's like yeah it's like um yeah what what's uh it's like lysol for your mouth yes oh my god i wrote i wrote a comedy sketch about that oh really kind of i mean oh. it's not just for your mouth oh i don't want to talk about it because actually we'll touch on this with yeah. april oh my god we I... have a guest we figured yeah. out how to do it yeah <laughs> to get people to call in as a guest and exciting. um we're very lucky that someone extremely interesting said yes to being on this podcast. And I think it's something you'll want to listen to because um, her name is April. She, I met her a long time ago. What's your, what's your, what's your face? I'm trying to be quiet. Opening my water. Oh, you're trying to drink water quietly. Um, <clears throat> I met her a long time ago. I think when I was at film school because she I think she was one of the actors who came in oh okay and she ended up she does a lot of things with film and stuff um we're like working together on some things yeah and the cool part about this conversation that we're going to have is that April is a very intuitive spiritual person um Jonathan is the complete opposite yeah and I'm just like I don't know what to believe I'm just like I try to be open-minded you know yeah um so we have essentially a believer, a non-believer, and a skeptic. And I think it'll be... It'll be interesting. Yeah, so let's... Yeah. I'm going to get her on board. Let's give her a call. Oh, oh my God, it worked! <laughs> Hi! You don't know how long we were on hold with this fucking music that I can't... <laughs> I can't fucking deal with it, April. It was constant and repetitive, and I was going to shoot my phone. And I don't even have a gun. I was going to go out and buy a gun and shoot my phone and then return the gun because I don't believe in guns. Okay. You know that's passion, and you mean it when you got to go buy the supplies for it. I don't... It's, it's just so repetitive. I'm so sorry. Don't touch the table. <laughs> I apologize. I'm here now. I'm glad it worked. Okay. This is cool. I'm excited. Yeah. So we kind of introduced you a little bit, but would you like to introduce yourself? Oh God, I don't know. Okay. Uh, <laughs> this is April. I we don't uh, know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, what what do you what do you do? <laughs> what do you like to do? What are your passions? No, I'm an actor. Um, I may have been in a thing or two um, that you might have seen on a thing or two. Uh, the thing with the people? Yeah, that's pretty the... much it. Okay. <laughs> I said the thing with the people. Oh, there's a thing. Yeah, that thing with the people. 
I, I mean, I'd like to say um, you have seen me with Oprah. Um, that's to come. That's pending. You know, he doesn't know that yet. I think we're all pretty close to Oprah in that we all love bread. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm, we're basically yeah. all one. Yeah. 100%. Oprah. Well, cool. Thank you for being on our show. We're really excited. We're really <laughs> yeah. Thank you for having yeah. me. Um, what we asked you to bring a topic, but we don't know what it is. So we're very excited. What is our topic today? Are you ready? Are you, you better strap yourselves in. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm strapped on right <laughs> oh, now. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Bye. Oh, I'm sorry. This is Jonathan. Hi. By the way. <laughs> Hi, Jonathan. It's so nice to, um, internet meet you. I aspire to meet you in real life once we're allowed to go outside. Yes, After we absolutely. can breathe in each other's faces again. Oh, that's like my favorite thing to do. I know. <laughs> when you could share a space with someone else. Yeah. Mm. That is a whole day. I took this for granted. I was like, get people away from me. <laughs> now I'm like, oh, I only see the same three people. <laughs> yeah. And one of the people is a cat. She is a cat, yeah. But yeah, what's our topic? Yeah, cat. Topic. Yeah. Trapped in. Yeah. We're stra- yes. Yeah. <laughs> Ghosts and aliens. Yes. <laughs> Sweet. I'm so excited. Okay. Well. Okay. I'm so. Ex- I have so much to say. Yeah. <laughs> well, what? Okay. What? April. What are your experiences with ghosts and aliens? I want to know because I know some things, but I don't know about aliens, and I'm interested in finding out. Oh, man, this could be like a several hour long conversation. Do you have a TLDR? Say what? Do you have a TLDR version? What does that mean? Oh, the youths use this term now. It's too long, didn't read. So it's like a condensed version. Oh! The young people use it. The youths. Those kids. I learned something today. You know, you never stop. The more you know. Well, I guess the biggest way to sum it up, b- biggest way, what best way, um, is since I was 21, I guess, I've been able to communicate with those that have crossed over. So I've been able to see and talk to dead people. And um, I have recently, within the last year, started having like alien encounters or I guess communication with ETs. Um, I don't fucking know. Like it's it, all of it just happens you know it's nothing like i'm gonna set out to do this it's like you know just um, it's in your face and it's happening and you're like oh what's up and then a lot of times i've got to go google something later because i think i've absolutely lost my marbles um a lot of googling and a lot of three in the morning like seriously john i didn't fucking take your money okay i'm not i'm not on your property you don't live here anymore um sandy's not home you're dead (laughs) please leave (laughs) go back to the outhouse yeah (laughs) where you died (laughs) like elvis or recently it's been a lot of i see you you're trying to scare me you're not gonna scare me get the hell out of my house they really try to scare you Oh, yeah. I don't like that. Last night. Literally last night. I don't like that. I don't know what it is. I've seen this girl before. I've seen her before. I don't like children ghosts. Okay. You're going to... No, but I want to hear it. I guess... Yeah, children are 
usually demons actually oh no that makes sense this makes sense. this is when they're living human and, uh, children um who are alive are also yeah <laughs> also demons yes can't confirm i was a former demon <laughs> they are the reason i have gray hair and um yeah 100 <laughs> percent. totally well, I have a question. Okay, I have questions. We have so I have so many. Yeah. I don't know if you have questions. Yeah. But I have so many questions. Um, okay, so with the alien thing, do they contact you in the same way that ghosts do, or are they physically, like outside of your house, or what? What was the situation there? Oh man, you gotta like, take people. We all know. It's so interesting. Okay. Oh. Like quantum physics and alternate realities in different universes come into discussion when you talk about aliens because they don't exist in this reality or this dimension, but they can like make themselves like press themselves into a dimension or remove your consciousness from your body and bring it to their dimension. And I want to point out too, just for everybody, that um, April is sober, so this is not like she's high and just saying shit, <laughs> uh, like Jonathan and I are. <laughs> but what's really interesting is um, apparently uh, Tesla, Nikola mm-hmm. Tesla, he had an experience that he—I can't remember if it was like a seizure, something. Mm-hmm. It was something, something like took hold of him. And he said he had intense visions and he felt like interdimensional beings were speaking to him. And I think, I can't remember if I it was... Chills well, right I chills I think, I can't remember if it was when he was like making all of his crazy stuff. Yeah. Like, I, I can't remember at what point in his life that was. But yeah, there was um, uh, like a, a, an account where he talks about it, I guess. And like he, like he was kind of shown the different things that would happen in the future. That's... That's really cool, mm-hmm. and I, I find it. I don't know because I guess I guess the traditional experience that I have hearing about aliens is they take people and study them and put them back. You're laughing. Is that not the case? You know, like, no, I, love, you know, I just like how you phrase that. They take people. <laughs> it's taken like Liam Neeson shows up and he's like, I don't know what dimension you're in, but I will find you and I will kill you. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's all I've ever really heard, um, and like crop circle stuff. Yeah. And then I've seen movies, pretty but like, I know those are movies. Pretty like Little Gray Men, Roswell, yeah. New Mexico. Well, you know, I actually have an interesting story about aliens too. Um, my grandma, her dad was in the Air Force, and there was one day that he came home, and he was talking to her, and she was just a young kid, and he. Um, he had been talking with somebody else that he worked with, or I forget the exact story, but he basically told her, hey, don't be scared if you find out, like, there are aliens, because, like, there are, and we've seen them, and we have one. Um, but that was all that she really told me, and she thinks, because she's a very, this is kind of cool, too, she's a very religious, like, a very Christian person, and she thinks that in the Bible, when God talks about um, like in my kingdom, there are many castles or whatever he says. She thinks that means different planets or different solar systems with life. Like we're not the only one. So she has a biblical like explanation for her, which makes sense. So I don't know. Those are just stories, but they're kind of cool. 
that's pretty much a lot of what Dolores Cannon talks about too. She was a past life regressionist, like the very first one ever. I really want to do one of those. Yeah, and she on accident, totally on accident, stumbled. Like she was just doing boring stuff, like okay, you want to quit smoking or lose weight, and then all of a sudden, like being started coming through these hypnosis sessions all over the world, like. One conversation would start, like, say, in Michigan. Someone would come through and say, I am the Interdimensional Galactic Federation of whatever. And she'd just go with it. She was open. She's like, all right, cool. And then she'd do a client in Arkansas. And they would pick right up from where they left off. Wow. That's weird. Yeah. yeah. And they yeah. would keep going. Like, every, like all the different states, countries she went to, boom, they just pop up. Remember Dolores when we told you last year? And they'd go, what? Like, so... That's yeah. crazy. It's crazy. So what what did they tell you? D- is it an, is it any like juicy gossip? Like interdimensional gossip? Like this bitch. This bitch from the third dimension? <laughs> <laughs> Went to the second dimension <laughs> to meet her right. other man? Honestly, I've gotten yelled at a lot for touching things I wasn't supposed to touch. <laughs> <laughs> Are these like objects or <laughs> it's people? Like, it, people. I, I uh, one time I remember I was and it happened in a dream at first. And at first I thought it was a dead person because you know ghosts can a lot of times meet up with you in dream state because you're kind of astral traveling, blah blah blah. I thought it was a dead person. They look totally human. Head to toe. Um they're really tall, really, really long, white hair, like white, white hair. It was a man. He had like gold robe with like long sleeves. And I was talking to him and I had a guide guide with me, like a guardian angel or a spirit guide that was making this connection and like brought me there. And I said to this guy, <laughs> I said, you know, why can't I just hang out? I don't understand why you guys just won't let me stay here. And he looked at me and he said, yeah, that's not how that happens. And <laughs> He's my, like, bitch, go home. <laughs> no loitering, man. <laughs> what kind of bodega you think this is? Haven't you heard of social distancing? <laughs> social, are the spirits social distancing right now? The world needs to know. No. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> Do they have viruses? Like, probably not, right? Because you're already dead. Yeah, I don't think so. I, you know, never say never. You but. never you never hear of a sick ghost or a ghost that comes to you and it's like, I have a warning. <coughs> yeah. I have a warning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, I've it's seen like- two that have been like really sickly in hospital gowns before, but usually they're not actual spirits of human people. Those are usually demonic. What do you do in those cases? Because that's terrifying. Don't they try to like scare you and kill you? Or is it something else? Usually it's always a game of they just want to see if they can scare you. And that's it. That's honestly it. They will watch you to see if that you're scared. Like they enjoy it. There have been a lot of mediums that I've known and heard of that have had like full at length in-depth intellectual conversations with I guess whatever you'd want to say is the devil, the absolute most evil. They can't do anything to you really without your consent. Um, And they feed off of fear. It's like food. So a lot of times at first, at like the very, very first times, I was absolutely petrified. But now I'm at the point where I'm like, get the hell out. Stop. And they're just like, Mm. damn it. And they leave. That would be... 
like um, what is it about scaring people like what, uh, is it the energy exchange do you think hmm. i would just like to point out that even the most evil like just darkness has to get your it's more concerned about getting consent than most men are from women oh my god <laughs> oh preach it i have my phone in my hand setting it down <laughs> mic drop and the podcast is over forever we've reached the best episode we could have yeah you've reformed one of us i guess i'm retiring from comedy it's been real well i'll have to write that line down <laughs> well i okay i have do you have any questions yeah. i have so many questions yeah I'm sorry. so you i go. guess you i go. was wondering if maybe we could start at the beginning like yeah what was your first experience like when when you started I guess experiencing these things um, like was it terrifying because I imagine it's like when like I don't know if this is like a gradual thing that just things like maybe become more sensitive and like things get stronger and stronger or like I was wondering if you could talk about that yeah 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 in the very very beginning I've always been open-minded but it started with clear audience and that's clear hearing and I would hear stuff that no one else could hear, like my name, full sentences, people saying stuff like, can she hear us? I don't know. Can she see us? And no one's there. And, and I'm like, hello. <laughs> and no one else hears it. Um, or like bells, other people's conversations. And then it gradually moved into seeing spirits. But the very first spirits I started seeing were it was it wasn't bad it was like you know whatever you'd want to call quote-unquote angels or the highest vibrating positivity you know and um so it was angels and spirit guides and my loved ones that have passed like it was all cool so there was like I'm not gonna be like get the hell out grandma um <laughs> sometimes <laughs> like my grandmother consistently still in the afterlife y'all tells me what to eat like are you hungry honey have some applesauce grandma She's like are you hungry are you hungry i'll make you a sandwich mm. grandma i said no four times i'm gonna make you a ghost sandwich it's zero calorie it's fine just eat it <laughs> like how are you gonna do that grandma how's that gonna how are you gonna actually make that work bread just starts floating i would really that i would lose it then i don't know what i would do if stuff moved yeah i mean things disappear in other universes which is an entirely different thing but tell that to all my socks that they're <laughs> yeah i really feel like the the dryer is the dryer the, is a the... portal to another universe because i'm like i put two fucking socks in here why is there one why or like where did my underwear go I had like three pairs of the same underwear and now I have one and I don't same. understand. Same. You know, the theory is, or at least what people explain, is in the same way. So like they say, when you raise your vibration, like spirits, anyone that's died, dead people, your actual pure spirit is vibrating at such a high vibration that we can't see it, which is why we can't see dead people, right? Are you telling oh. me my underpants are enlightened enough that I can no longer see them? <laughs> Well, I guess I'm happy for them. <laughs> People will explain it with, like I had a parapsychologist explain it to me in a fan. When you turn off a fan and it's not going at all, you can see all the blades. But when it's going so fast, you can't see any of them. And that's exactly what it's like. It's there. It's just going so fast you can't see it. So that's kind of the same thing with spirit. So I guess you could kind of 
put that towards the dryer or washing machine. It's just going so fast. It literally sucks something into a different dimension. I could see that. Holy crap. I could see that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I always I always like to picture gnomes coming in, but like David the gnome, do you remember that with their little red hats and they're very calm and they just come in and they're like, we'll take three socks from three different styles. Thank you so much. And then they leave. Oh my God. But this is a better explanation. Than yeah. <clears throat> and it makes sense. Well, that's that's crazy. I you know, okay. I um I don't want to make this just like us asking you a million questions. Do you have questions for us? I guess. I I it, I, it does not matter to me at all. How how have either of you had any paranormal or extraterrestrial experiences? Ooh, I'm Jonathan, I'm going to guess you have not. No, so I have like an event that I like, I just don't have an explanation for. Ooh, what is it? Ooh. So, um, so uh, it wasn't long after my grandfather passed away. He passed away in 2011, mm -hmm. and it was maybe days after. And I remember um, laying in bed one night. Um, and just to kind of give a little bit of context to to this next part, my grandfather lived just down the road from my dad's house and so when I was young my dad and I would go up to his house um, and, and kind of later at night and we'd knock on the door and we'd kind of do this like da 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 oh, pattern yeah. mm -hmm. on the window every every night and I remember so a, a few days after my grandpa passed away I remember laying in bed and no, I'm getting chills again <laughs> and I remember I was and I, w I was awake I wasn't tired. I had just kind of, I don't, I might've been playing my Game Boy or something. And all of a sudden I hear a tap on my window. No. And it, it, the, the crazy thing was, no, no, no. no the I crazy the thing, down. the crazy thing was it wasn't like, it wasn't at a level, like the source wasn't at a level of like a person standing. It was higher up in the window. I don't care for this. And it was that same, but it was kind of quiet at first. It was the da, 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 tapping. And I was like, okay, I live in a redneck community who loves their fireworks. Maybe, <laughs> maybe it's someone lighting fireworks off. And I was like, well, okay. Like not long after that, the same evening, again, it was a little louder. It was more connecting with the window. Yeah. And so it sounded a little stronger. It was the same. Da, da, Did you da, da, look? Da. Did you see? No. I, I have no because I have an intense fear of like when window something. no well so when windows are like they have blinds yeah and it's nighttime I have a like a really strong fear of cracking the window blind a little bit and looking out because I'm afraid I might see something staring back at me yeah that's um that's definitely something that's been ingrained in me from movies <laughs> yeah and so I I you know I can't with my logic brain. I don't have an explanation. Was for that. it comforting? No, I mean it was. It just. It, but it <laughs> well, wasn't I mean, if discomforting. You think it's your grandfather. <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't discomforting though. Oh, okay. Um, huh. uh, my mom has had an experience when her dad passed away. Um, it wasn't long after he passed away, so he would always come in because he came home late, and he would always come in and uh, sit on the edge of her bed. I think when he, either she was asleep or whatever, and he'd sit, he'd just kind of lean, like plop down into the bed. And I remember her telling me, I think it, it wasn't long after he had passed away, 
she was half asleep in that same nope resting on the bed I would like the foot the of the bed. The bed. <laughs> and um and she feels very strongly that um that was him wow yeah that's cool i my family has a history of really weird shit happening to them and so like voices and um like people being healed and stuff and it's a lot of it was told to me from my grandmother the same one with the alien dad um well not his her dad's not an alien i'm just i'm high really high right now um i was gonna say i'm i'm really jealous um, if that's the case because i've been trying to get abducted for a hot minute <laughs> you're like can you please have you seen our current situation i just i'm ready to leave the planet <laughs> yeah if uh if trump wins i'm out of here is there an intergalactic passport i need to apply for what Look, do I no do? you are quarantined social distancing <laughs> please quarantine yourself for two weeks when you get there yeah <laughs> but yeah no there's um this is a really cool story on my grandma's side one of her grandparents was german and he was a clockmaker. like he made these really cool cuckoo clocks, traditional style. Oh, this story. Traditional style. I don't know why I just do. Yeah, you're gonna really like this. Okay, so he died, and he died at a oh, specific time. It was like nine o'clock on the dot. Yeah. When he died, the clock stopped, um, which could be a coincidence because you um, have to wind those and stuff. But that's literally what happened. And yeah. so this clock was passed down through a bunch of people in the family, nope. specifically because. <laughs> on rare occasion it would it would go to nine o'clock do the cuckoo thing and stop and the next day something fucking terrible would happen nope but here's the thing is that nobody in the family sees it as this makes things happen they see it as um it's warning you it's an omen no it's it yeah like yeah an omen right yeah like it's like a a radar it's like just letting you know yeah so like there was one example where someone in the family had it the clock stopped and she freaked out and um wait maybe it was my grandma who had it because my grandma had this clock for a while which i was like if you ever find this i want it but um so and it only happens with relatives because we've all i guess it's been passed around the family but um, there was one, I think my grandma had it, and it did the thing, and she called her mom, and she was like, okay, the clock's being really weird, um, and is there something you need to tell me about it? And her mom was like, something bad is going to happen. Don't be afraid. You just need to be careful for the next day or two. Don't do things you know you might normally do if they would put you in harm's way. Um, and I guess... I feel like she avoided an accident somehow. Something happened, but it. she took it as a warning. Um, like, this ancestor is trying to help us. Okay, I'm uncomfortable because my cat's staring out the window into the night right now. Uh-uh, not a fan. <laughs> and but now you, she's staring at you. Please don't look You're okay, I promise, you. I promise you. <laughs> no, we're cool here. I never felt weird here. No. Um, I do occasionally turn on my box fan while I'm high and I ask my spirit guides questions and I actually do get answers and they have been correct and it's been really weird but a very like it's been a pleasant experience yeah um, and I don't know if it's subconscious turn it all over oh, you do what? yeah no okay which so, makes sense the vibrations yeah it does make sense okay here's what I do um and it only it only works when I'm high and part of me because I'm like I'm open-minded, but I also believe that there's an like a scientific explanation for a lot of things that 
maybe I might be misinterpreting. So I like to just keep it open and not be like, this is completely spiritual or no, this is completely me being crazy. I just, I'm in a middle ground, so I don't know what to believe. But I started, um, I have a, another friend who's very intuitive and we talk about things like this a lot. And I, I've been trying to meditate and stuff and I had a hard time doing it. And so I'll turn on my box fan when I'm high and I'll listen to it and I'll just kind of like ask questions and try to think about them. And in the higher in like the higher frequencies of the box fans, the white noise, it kind of sounds like whispering. Yeah, but it's not in my voice. Yeah, that's the crazy part. It's amazing. Yeah, that's I love it. It's really, it's really cool. And I've gotten like I've asked questions of things I'm really, really conflicted about. And I don't know if the answers are coming from within or from outside, but they've been correct, mm -hmm. and they've made me look at things very differently. And I. If anything, it's a really great meditation technique for me because it is calming. Yeah. Um, and I don't hear things when I don't want to hear them. Like if I'm not open to hearing shit, I don't, which you is don't, nice which, because that consent. would be scary for me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, consent. Oh, yeah. yeah. This is a lesson for men across the country. If you're listening to this, uh, please be like a fucking ghost and ask. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> It's true. I love both of your stories. They're absolutely wonderful. And I would have never even thought to do that with a box fan. I'm going to have to think up some questions and send them to you because I don't have the box fan skill. Well, I can't. I can't do that. You should try it. I mean, like a, like a, you know, even a white noise machine or something. Yeah. It's, it's soothing. I usually fall asleep right after. I try to write everything down in my phone. I have yeah. a notepad. Yeah. You know what thing I've found? Um, I can get a similar effect because I did try the box fan and I didn't really hear anything. Yeah. Um, yeah, because yeah, one night I was really high and I looked at him and I was like, they whisper in the white noise. And he was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> but I, I found like, um, I found a YouTube video where it's like the sound of, of air going. Mm. Oh, that sounds like my office. Oh, really? It's so quiet in my office. I ate a carrot the other day and I thought it was disturbing everyone. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you try to, yeah. you do it with music, don't you? You hear? Yeah, I, I like to, um listen to you know i feel like it's a little cliche but pink, pink floyd, floyd yeah. pink floyd like it's it's not even so much in like the words but it's in the the instrumentals i found that any like a lot of instrumental music mm -hmm. it just kind of seems well so actually you know what i forgot about this i did have an experience and i did i think i told you about this where i was listening to oh no i don't like this yeah <laughs> well so i was listening to a very pink floyd sounding atmospheric spacey music and I had this experience where it felt like it was eternity and I was this dot and I was walking like across like along this this crystal catwalk mm -hmm. and at the end it was just darkness and, it, it. Well, and, and, and <laughs> April's like what else well and it, it was almost like I, so I got to it, I, what felt like the end, and it was this just deafening, booming voice that it felt like it was ringing my insides. Oh, wow. But, like, it sounded like it was coming from within me. It was that, like, just enveloping, and it was just speaking mm -hmm. as if I, it was almost like, this is my message whether you are open to receiving it or not and it was like i like that confidence yeah well it was very much like <laughs> this is what it is 
take it or leave it, do with this as you want. I don't like it's not like I don't care, but it was just like it's indifferent. Yeah, it was well it was like you need to listen to this, but if you don't, that's on you. What was the message? I don't remember. Oh I'm my just, god, you didn't even fucking listen. No, 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 I no, it wasn't so much words. It was like as it spoke, it was like I, it was experiences. Hmm. It was this feeling of like I totally understand feeling that. of Yeah, I mean that makes sense because language is created by us. And a lot mm-hmm. of I mean, you can communicate in so many other ways and energy exchange and feelings and I mean, if there are other beings, it makes sense that their communication would not be the same as ours. Yeah. Like what what we we rely on language so much, maybe they would rely on an energy exchange or a feeling exchange. Yeah. Um, And that's exactly it. It It makes sense. It was weird. It was like images I hadn't seen before, but they were, were, were images that, I mean, like were common. Like I think the common theme was just like, like love and mm-hmm. kindness and empathy and like this overall like c- like things keep we communicating. need right now <laughs> yeah it was like keep communicating that was like one of the weird things was like it just like one of the images was it was like kid like parents playing with a child in the front yard on a summer day mm-hmm. and like having a good time with the kid and it was like, like very similar images to that and it was just like you know, I, oh, I think a really good maybe way to describe it is imagine imagine you are like in a swimming pool and you feel I'm like if you can imagine it like a whale mm-hmm. bellowing out and you feel the vibrations. I feel like a whale you. today. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what it just felt like. And then it was just kind of like that was my message. And then it huh. it just kind of all faded away and then it was like and I've gotten chills so many times during our conversations. <laughs> yeah. And I I mean that is literally what it is. Like you sounds like you clearly communicated and that is what happens from medium to medium or sensitive to sensitive which is why sometimes like oh you like two mediums might be in a house and get totally different information because they're receiving it differently you know like in different pictures or sounds or yeah whatever and sometimes yeah. even when spirit talks to me i it, it it's i totally i get the entire message but there weren't words you know it's yeah. it's hard it, it, like yeah. sometimes there are words very audibly but sometimes there's not like a lot of, sometimes if it's like a historical location or um history a lot of times i just go in there and i just know i just know what the message is i just know what happened here i know where they were shot i just know does it you know and it's like does it come through in different like senses like maybe you smell something or it's or is it like a just just a little vibration in your stomach there are names for all of those different sensitivities like clairvoyance was a there isn't there even one that's like taste yeah there's so many different types of ways to receive but i must say i'm very jealous of your crystal catwalk booming voice pictures experience cool. yeah that's cool. i'm so jealous you should yeah. try to listen to pink floyd like meditate and listen to pink floyd and see if that happens to you it, no there are times where i cry well pink floyd's a very emotional music like they're very yeah it touches you you know now does it happen when you're do, does that did that happen to you when you were sober 
Um, it, it, you know, it's funny because I feel like the experience, you know, I think a good way to describe it is like, um, say you are listening to a song kind of out in low volume. It's like, you can kind of make it out. It's like, okay, uh, maybe in a dream there was a, it was like something similar to that, but then imagine it was like putting on really nice Bose headphones where it was like, oh, it's like, this I'm picking up, yeah. I'm picking up all of these, like, oh, there's something going on. There's like something in the background of the, of the track. It's like, it was a lot more clear and vivid. It was like someone took off drunk goggles and it was like, so you were high, but you felt extremely sober. Yeah. It was almost like if you're driving down the road and your windshield's dirty and then you use the windshield wiper or you clean it off and you're like, oh, everything is clear. Oh. Or like you're putting your glasses on. Yeah, that makes sense. And that's why I'm pissed off that I can't do more drugs because um, that's when shit happens. Because a lot of times when you're sober or just people interacting day to day, it's the analy- the over analytical part of your mind that stops that. And usually when you do something like, you know, you get high or in some people's cases, DMT or whatever it is, that's why you have that great connection because that analytical mind is kind of off for that time period. It makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a very like emotional revelating moment where it's like it, everything kind of seems to make sense. And it's like, well, obviously, this is how it is. Ooh, um, I had an experience that I think was a past life experience. Oh. Um, and this happened recently. Oh, I love this. This is, it's really weird because um, I was doing the fan thing, but I fell asleep. But, no, maybe I wasn't doing the fan thing because I don't think I had, I don't think it was high. I just always have my fan on anyway. But anyway, either way, I fell asleep. And I was experiencing this situation from two points of view at the same time. So what I saw was that I could see my my legs, like I'm sitting looking at my legs. So I could see my knees, and I was wearing these tall tube socks. And um, I I want to say just based on the way that I saw myself and I saw what was going on, that maybe it was like the 80s, 70s or 80s. And um, I was a little boy and I was strapped into a seat in the car, in the back seat. I think it was a car, but it, the water was rising, like really dark brown water. And I didn't, um, I didn't know, I didn't understand what was going on because I could remember just like, I didn't understand the concept of what was going to happen to me or what was going on. I just knew water was coming up and I was um, like just panicked breathing, like like very shallow breaths just repeatedly. So I, I felt very stunned. And it was really weird and the water was rising and I was experiencing it from the standpoint of this little boy, but also I was analyzing it like, okay, look around. Um, this is clearly a different time period. Um, I'm, I think I'm in a car. I think the car is sinking underwater. And then water came up and I remember thinking as the kid, like, I don't know where my dad is, where's my dad? And the water went over my head and I could feel myself breathing in water. Like it's a very distinct feeling. You know when you get water in your lungs by accident when you're swimming? Mm-hmm. It was like that, but extreme. And it was in and out of my lungs and I could feel it. And then I just kind of saw some bubbles come out and then I, I, was, I didn't feel anything anymore. And then I woke up and I was still panic breathing when I woke up and it was just a really weird experience. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. 
Are yeah. you sure that it was the back of a car? I don't know. I'm not 100% sure. It felt like I was strapped into a, like a car seat or something because I couldn't, I couldn't move forward. But, and I saw like a window. I think I was in the back of like, like an old Mercury or something. Just judging. That is super fascinating because the second you started to even talk, like mention, oh, you know, past life, blah, blah, blah. One of mine came to mind just, and a lot of it is just thinking, going with your, like, don't analyze it, whatever first comes to your mind. Mm -hmm. And my past life Mm -hmm. that I thought of was when I drowned. Oh, that's weird. Oh. I feel like drowning is a common way to die. Yeah. At least in the past. I mean, two thirds of our planet is water, so. It's easy to fall in. Yeah. Yeah. It's wild. I don't have any of those. Oh, I have a, I have one experience that I remember beginning to end, but I was in one lifetime. I think it was my very last lifetime and I know who I was. Um, Who were you? Being brutally tortured and murdered. I remember that. Yeah, there are so many stories of people who remember who they used to be in past lives and they actually find their graves. Wow. Yeah, like they remember the name and they remember where they were and they look it up and they do some research and they find their own grave. That's crazy. It's so creepy. Mine was weird because when I, I just had this, a lot of my past lives I've just been drawn to. Like when I was, my drowning death, I had two, but the one I remember the most that I remembered when I was 11 that I didn't know had anything to, I didn't know it was a past life or anything was I died on the Titanic. Wow. I was one of the people that died there. Yeah. And I was like 10, 11 years old and I had to have every single piece of Titanic information available. Like I had every book, news articles, and a lot of people, kids especially, will do that when it's a past life they're remembering. Oh yeah. I've um, heard of that. They have like a connection with something or they know things about it that they shouldn't know because they've never been exposed to that information. It was weird. Like I would be sitting at a computer just reading about the Titanic at like 11. And my parents are like, what the fuck are you doing? (laughs) Do you want to play games? (laughs) Like, no, I want to read about the Titanic. Or when I was like five, I I was able to read hieroglyphics and I remembered being in Egypt. Yeah, can I tell you? Okay, so um, when I was younger, I was super, for a while, I was super into ancient Egypt. And I took... Like in summer, oh my God, I can't talk. In summer camp, (laughs) I took classes where we would study ancient Egyptian symbols and we would make them out of clay and stuff. And I've always just been like super drawn to it and like didn't even realize I wear a shit ton of eyeliner and like I do the things. I I, I, love your cat. I I worship cats. (laughs) (laughs) But um, my... My friend who is very, she's a very like intuitive, sensitive person. She did a reading for me once and she told me that in a past life I was Egyptian and um, that's how I express my femininity is through ways that are similar to when I lived in that time, I guess. And one of my animals, I don't want to say spirit animal because I don't think that's the correct term. I don't think she used that term. It was... um. I think just like an animal that represents me or something was a scarab. And I kind of joked and I was like, it's because I take all the shit and I turn it into <laughs> something I can use. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's it's interesting. 
And then you think back and you're like, well, I was super into it. I read these books about mummies all the time. My grandma digs up dinosaur bones and stuff. So she was super into, um, this is my other grandma. So she was super into like encouraging me to read about mummies and learn about them and stuff. So hmm. yeah, it was cool. That's amazing. And I mean, have you ever met, have either of you ever met anybody that you, I mean, my experience might be different, but there have been people I have met and I, as soon as I, Sometimes it takes a minute, like maybe knowing them for a little bit, but I will be in the middle of a conversation with them and all I can see is the past life we had together. You know, that's That's interesting because I, my friend turned me onto this, um, he was a he was a hypnotic psychologist, a doctor, Dr. Weiss. Have you heard of him? Yeah. Yeah. He has like Hay House is the Mm -hmm. website or something, but he, um, he was, he was doing, regression therapy for patients bringing them back to childhood and one of his patients started going into past lives and so he ended up through he like teamed up with her and he was like can I write about you this is really interesting and so they kept doing the sessions and um he ended up becoming a a past life regression therapist and he in his books because I read a bunch of his books and they were really interesting some common theme that came up is like the people that you know that you connect with in this life, you knew them in past lives, and that's why you feel such a strong connection right away without knowing them. Um, and even with people you don't like, if there is severe conflict in a past life and you meet someone and you just you just can't, you just hate them, and you don't know why, like, that could be what that is. Yeah. It's inter- I mean, they could also just be a shit person and you have good intuition. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> I don't, which is why I have, I have a hard time distinguishing things. Yeah, definitely. I think that happens to a lot of people. Maybe some people don't know it. Maybe some people are more open to it. But I think everybody's had that experience where they meet someone, even if they don't necessarily have the openness or the, I don't want to say ability because everybody can do it really to see the past life. But I think everybody in the world has had the experience of meeting someone and going, why do I feel like I've known you forever? Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's always really weird when that happens. Yeah. So April, are like with some of the different spirits you've like I don't know if you've contacted them or like they've contacted you, are there any that like like that have been popular or like like people oh, like that are recognized like yeah, like, like it's famous. Queens and stuff or Yeah. Oh wait no, Lucille Ball, right? Yeah, she was the very first ghost I ever saw in person, whoever came to me. Have there been any other like famous people that we would all know of? Oh yeah, a lot of them. And they're mostly the people I associate with. And the thing going into that then means, wow. yeah, wow. <laughs> I'm bougie. Motherfuckers. Um, She's an A-list star in the afterlife. Okay. <laughs> but that's spirit guides. So they were, they're all my spirit guides. So every single person in the world has spirit guides. So what a spirit guide is, is somebody that passed on somebody that died that lived a human life. And um, after they die, they choose to help people on earth. So they choose, you know what? I still really like f- for everyone that I associate with that's actors or filmmakers, they really, really loved being actors. They loved being famous. They loved writing. They loved acting, whatever it was. So that's why they still had such a passion to help people. So that's why they come forward. Now, everyone in the world has spirit guides. You can have a, sp- if you want to be um, a cook, you could have dead chefs helping you and you might not know it. You know, if you want to be an engineer, you might have dead engineers helping you and you might not know it. So they're all spirit guides. 
and you can have tons and tons and tons. Um, so every single person in the world has them. They just might not know it. So that's why I have a lot of the spirit guides I have because I do film and I just also happen to be open to this sensitivity so I can like talk to them and ask questions and yeah, it's really lucky that way. So yeah, Lucy, I call her mama Lucy and she thinks that's funny. And, um, (laughs) gosh, there's so, there's so many experiences. I think Lucy was the very first spirit I ever met. And, um, she helped me a lot with my career, but then also in researching her, she was super, super passionate about helping young people. Like she opened a theater. She really, really tried to mentor young people. Um, so that makes sense. Um, the next spirit I met, which I just love her so much. She's the sweetest, most, and she's so smart is Marilyn Monroe. She's not stupid. She's not an idiot. She's really smart. They just drugged her up all the time. Yeah. She knew what she was being looked at as, you know, and that was always her advice for me because there was a space and time where I honestly just kind of said, fuck it. I guess I'll do what I got to do. Meaning I don't know if I have to sleep my way up. You know, it was really desperate and upsetting. You know, like I just want this so bad. I don't know what I have to do. Do I have to do Playboy? Do I have to like, what do I have to do? What is everyone doing that I'm not doing? And just out of the clear blue sky, she came to me and it was in a dream. And she like walked right up to me and we were sitting on a bed. Like she, she came up to me and she sat with me on a bed and she literally held my hands and had a whole conversation with me about the mistakes she made, why she made with the mistakes. Um, She said, I can't tell you what to do with your life, but I'm telling you if I could do it differently, I would have, you know, as soon as you do those things, honey, you turn around and you can't take them back. Um, People will always judge you. Like there was, I mean, really went into a deep conversation with me about it. And she honestly saved my life. If she wouldn't have visited me and had that conversation with me, I think I would have made a ton of different choices. Um, And then after moving through from dream to life, you know, I like awake, she's visited me too. Like she thinks it's really funny that sometimes I'll hear boop, 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 you know, that part of the song from some, yeah, I'll hear it like, and I'm like, oh, hi, where are you? She has her own entrance, even in the afterlife. Yeah. She's like, hello, boys. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And she definitely, she, it's sad because she, I've had a conversation with a professional medium because I'm not a professional medium. These are just things that happen to me um, about it because there's some parts of her that I experience where she knows she's dead. She knows she's dead and she knows that's happening. And there's some parts of her I experience and she doesn't even know she's dead. Oh, that's weird. Hmm. What does that mean? What did the medium tell you? She said they could just be fragments of her consciousness depending on how she died, which I have also been able in a lot of cases to see exactly how somebody has died. And I know the death around hers has been controversial, but I don't want to know. I've told her, please don't show me. I don't want to know. That's just too traumatic. I think that would be too much information for me to have to carry. Like, I don't want to know. It happened. It is what it is. Yeah. But yeah, I guess it's just different parts of their consciousness that if I think my, my intuition says to me that she didn't know initially that she died. And anytime there's a haunting or something really tragic, a lot of times it's sad because it's not 
bad. They're not bad people. Like say you go into a house and things are being thrown around and all this. It's extremely rare that it's something super negative. A lot of times it's somebody that died that has a right to be angry. Like they were murdered. Yeah. Be angry. I'd be mad too, you know, or, um, they just don't know. They're not a hundred percent aware and they want to get revenge or whatever. And you kind of have to talk to them and be like, yo, here's what happened. You got to let it go and kind of send them to quote unquote, the light, I guess, let their soul be unattached to this reality. So I think in her case, there might've been a split because she may have not known she died. There may were drugs involved. A lot of times when there's drugs involved, that splits someone's consciousness. Um, So yeah, I'm not hundred percent sure, but it's been interesting. That's really, so you're like a, you're almost like a, um, a post life therapist. Yeah. Like, let's work through your issues. Let's unpack this. And we'll get you to where you need to go, girl. You know? Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. It's been a lot of... And that's what I mean. It's, like, such beautiful experiences. Like, my best friend, Kyle, um, he unfortunately killed himself. And he committed suicide April 6, 2011. And right after he died, though, he came to me. And I could see him. And I could talk to him. And I could say, dude, what the fuck? You know, and we could laugh and, you know, and I just wish that everyone could have those experiences. You know, I wish that everyone in the world could be able to, you know, see their loved ones and hug them or touch them or get advice from someone that you want to learn from or someone you admire and want to be mentored by. Like, I mean, it's hard as hell to get mentors, at least in the film industry, um, in person, but damn it, I got like, 17 dead celebrities that are willing to tell me shit you know (laughs) you're like hey can you talk to your old agent because (laughs) there was one time i was like i wouldn't it be funny if i put in my resume that lucille ball was my business manager (laughs) (laughs) and then your next gig would be in a psychiatric ward girl well, but what girl. if I put the phone number to a medium, like a professional medium that could actually relay messages? Be like, this is my translator. That actually might get you jobs because that's really creative. Yeah. Some people are just very into like, well, she went out of her way to write this down. Yeah. 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 Cool. And that's her thing. Well, cool. She I... likes to do that, I guess. And she apparently she said she does it with more people than just me, but they have to actually quote unquote have it. And if they don't, quote unquote, have it, she wants nothing to do with them. Wow. So at least I know that I, quote unquote, oh. have it. <laughs> what it is, we don't know, but you got it. Get tested, girl. So, so do you think like these different celebrities come to you because in some way your makeup, like your being, your interests, your loves, your passions um, are like mimic theirs. Like it. Like all of those things create this imprint that is like a certain maybe frequency that they pick up on. Like in like like is that why or I don't know or what do you think? I guess. Yeah, or what do you think? You? How do spirit guides? Yeah, pick kind of like kind of guide? like. Well, I've always uh, and here's the thing, which interesting, and we're um we we can go real deep in this, but um. I've always just seen every time, even since I was little, I'm talking little, like my uncle would have Lucille Ball playing on TV, like I love Lucy or whatever. And every single time I looked at her, I just thought, mom, Mm. like, I know I've known her. Mm. I know that I know that woman. I know it. And, you know, as I got older, I come to find out she's dead. 
no, she's not because how, where do I know her from? Where do I know her from? And, um, she's always felt super, super familiar to me. So I think that's part of it, you know, like maybe that has something to do with it, but then I'm like, maybe I didn't really, I didn't really care that much. Yeah. There was like a big period of time where I didn't care one way or the other. I wasn't thinking about it, but as soon as I got serious about my acting career, you know, of course, learning and looking up, um, people who came before us and you know lucy was the first woman to own a uh, film studio and so okay cool that's awesome i want to learn what she knows i want to watch her films i want to try and learn what i can from her and the fact that i put out that i want to learn what i can and i need help and i would like advice and assistance brings people to you that are that want to help you as far as spiritually kind of like the consent thing they can't bother you if you don't want it but in the exact same way like say if i was like lucy please i need help with this please tell me what to do it don't matter if she's dead or not if she don't want to help you she ain't coming Mm -hmm. and that's how spirits Mm -hmm. are as well you cannot force them to help you you cannot force them to be with you or guide you so um the people that have popped up for me i get and even in researching them i guess guess have been people that are just really passionate about helping other people and because i want to do film is why they're there like like I said, if I wanted to be a chef, I'd probably have a bunch of dead cooks around me because <laughs> they just see what you're doing and consciousness and people and who needs help and they come and help. I I have one more question because we're like we're pushing an hour, which is great. But also, I think we should maybe stop at an hour. <laughs> but I have one more question about all of this for you. Um, so I've always been curious. I have. I have very strong bonds with animals and that's been a common theme throughout my life, like more so than people. Um, And I'm wondering how that plays into the whole idea of an afterlife and spirits. Like I'm super, super close with my cat. If she passes away before I do, could I potentially communicate with her? Like how would that, does does the same thing happen with animals? Oh my God, yes. Oh, cool. And animals, which we're going to die at the same time, though, because I can't deal with animals that. Animals are more... No, they're amazing. Animals are more pure consciousness, meaning they don't have the human brain parts of overanalyzing, of doubts, fears, worries, whatever. They're, I guess, most quote-unquote connected to source, God, whatever you want to call it. Um, so, yeah, animals don't have a fear of death at all. They, they don't. And I have actually contacted animal communicators and animal mediums several times for my cats. And it has always been alarmingly accurate. Like my cat, Luna, who I'm also obsessed with, this this woman, her name was Tara. She told me, she said, she wants me to tell you, mom, please stop thinking I'm dying. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, damn it, if she's not right. And um, Right? There's always a paranoia in the back of your head. You're like, how can I protect them? Yeah. Yeah. And I get over yeah. obsessive though. You know, so no, I mean, there's absolutely no difference. If anything, you'll be able to communicate with them better. I remember when my cat, my very first cat, Cuddles, passed away, I was so absolutely devastated and um, heartbroken. And like, I, it was the most amazing experience. And sometimes I see her around the house still. They don't leave. They stay around you as, like, guides and protectors. Like, every medium reading I get with a professional will say, like, God, you've got cats in spirit because they are fierce. Like, they're here and they're protecting you. Um, But right after Cuddles passed, 
I remember I sat straight up in bed, straight up in bed at like five in the morning and there Cuddles was sitting in the middle of my room. I would cry. And I was like, oh my God, baby, hi, are you okay? How are you? And you, you could just feel their energy that they bring you. And that's the same with ghosts or that's how you know the difference between ghosts and demons a lot of times or ghosts and lower vibrational beings because like my grandmother won't ever make me scared just internally without thinking about it but if i'm petrified seeing something i know it's not good um but she just was super calm happy like no worries at all swishing her tail and i was like i love you so much and she just turned around and walked down the hallway and disappeared and i went back to sleep oh that's cute i would i would cry i would have to go on medication (laughs) yeah i feel like i saw my dead cat They're always, always with you all the time. They never go anywhere. And you can talk to them, talking to them. They can hear you no matter who has passed or what, who, what, when, where, why. If you talk to them, even in your head, you just think to them. They can all hear you. And if you're open to it, they'll answer you however they can. I love that. With anything. Like all of this talk about like past life regression and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, I think it'd be interesting like what if you could see your first life what would your first life be like i bet you mine was short and i died and like i fell off a cliff by accident yeah or like even like (laughs) dying yeah yeah like that's the thing like i mean you would be devolving yeah like devolving essentially to the point of like past bacteria past microbes into the breakdown of like what's in the center of stars the particles yeah, yeah, it breaks down to Yeah, yeah, yeah Dolores Cannon to, yeah. has said that they have told her that we we have to start off as nothing before we're even allowed to be people. We have to go through being like that's exactly how they treat what the gays, <laughs> like <laughs> plants, animals, air, trees, everything before we're ever allowed to be a human. That's so interesting. If it's like almost like being a human is a privilege. I mean, it is, I guess. Yeah. To be self-aware is pretty special. Yeah. Um, even a lot of humans aren't self-aware. <laughs> yeah. It's almost, it's like, it's like, I feel like there's like, there's so many lives you have to live, it sounds like, in order to... Yeah, like learning and getting kinder, I think, are important things. Yeah. Um, I'm telling you, y'all got to look up. I know you said you yeah. know about her. I think you said Yeah, I've bit. heard of her. Cannon, you both would have some videos of her. Yeah. Her yeah, I'm we we're going to do this cuz we watch stuff all the time together. We should watch one tomorrow or later yeah. tonight or something. Yeah. Well, April, this has been amazing. I'm so glad yeah. you were able to be on our podcast before you go. Um I would love for you to shamelessly plug yourself. Yeah. Where can we find you online? What are you working on? I know yeah, we're working on something on. together, but if you're working on other stuff, just promote the shit out of yourself. We have now more than four people following us, so it's yeah. pretty great. <laughs> it's like 15 times that. <laughs> we ha- we I think we broke 60. Yeah. <laughs> which I don't even know if I know 60 fucking people. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah. What, what do you got going on? Yeah, tell us everything. Oh, wow. Oh, boy. Pressure. Okay. Oh, I'm here. Okay. Um... Let's see. Well, I'm on the Twitter and the Instagram and the Facebook um, at April Washko, A-P-R-I-L-W-A-S-H-K-O. Feel free to hit your girl up. Um, 
outside of that, um, I have been on a comedic series called Chair Gang. It's kind of like The Office meets Orange is the New Black. Definitely rated R for language that you can check out on Facebook Watch. And that's facebook.com slash chair gang series. Um, other than that, um, you know, holla at your girl. If you're casting something, you know, uh, hook hook it up. Um, Dee and myself are working on a thing. Um, why don't you explain that thing, Dee? And, of course, all of you will have to be um, on the lookout for it. Yeah, we're actually, we are um, putting together a sketch show, like a, I don't know if it's going to be a web series or what, I don't really know how we're throwing this together yet, but it's going to be a series of sketches, like comedy, oh my god, comedy sketches, Um, and April's going to be, I think, in most of them, and I'm writing them, and we brainstorm ideas, and we're figuring out how to get it made right now, especially with, I know in Corona times, it's probably hard to get a cast together. So we're keeping it minimal, which I think we, we're doing anyway. But um, I don't know if I can, should be the one explaining this right now. I can't like think. <laughs> I'm like, we made a, I wrote some words, but they have funny, you know, words with funny. And then um, she does with the put her face in the camera and we do the funny words <laughs> i'm just thankful that you know it's a it's a beautiful union ship that um two creative um funny people can do a bunch of sketches and make people laugh and let me tell you what i know that d is not somebody that will just you know toot her own horn but she is so super funny and super talented so y'all better watch out for these sketches because let me tell you i look like an absolute nut job opening my email and reading them and laughing out loud no it's okay that's like literally when i go to work i'll put headphones in my ears and i'll listen to our own podcast and i will laugh out loud and i'm (laughs) like we're so fucking funny (laughs) and then i'm like and then i'm like hey if you talk to people you need to be humble because this is some bullshit (laughs) (laughs) hell no you go ahead and brag i think it's good little i don't know self uh help i don't know side note on that we have been more we have been trained as a society and brainwashed into thinking it's okay to complain like if you're like oh my god i'm so tired it's somehow socially acceptable for me to be like oh my god yeah me too and to also talk about just all kinds of negative stuff but how come it's not more acceptable to be like how are you and you just say i'm doing so amazing my podcast is outstanding i'm really crushing these skits like everything is awesome and to have somebody be like hell yes it is you go girl make it yeah. awesome you're Why right you our that? podcast is cool and we're funny and i'm kind of hot a little bit and this is great <laughs> and you're digging, welcome i'm digging world. this confidence <laughs> Well, this has been wonderful. Yeah. Thank you so much again. Yeah, you'll have to come back on again oh, yeah. soon. Oh, yeah. You should, yes. Think of other topics because at some point we want to have you back on. Yeah. If you would oh like God, to. Yes, I would love to. And thank yeah. you so much for having me. I, I, well, we will definitely also have to do this when we can <laughs> see people in person. Yeah. Yes. yes. When we're allowed to human again. Yeah. It'll be good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was a blast. Yeah. I love, love chatting with y'all. And it was super, super fun. I loved it. Thank you again for having me, really. Thank you. And have a good night. Okay, bye. Oh, that was great. That was awesome. Yeah. What did you think about that? Let's talk shit about April right now. No, no I'm just she, kidding. Was, she seemed very nice. I, I'm joking. There's, I don't have shit.
She's cool. Yeah. Well, this went on for a really long time. So I guess yeah, this I, is a super special, extra long yeah. episode. I mean, unless people start thinking maybe the little longer episodes are better. Uh, I've gotten a few comments from people saying like, hey, more more 40-minute episodes. <laughs> you have? Yeah. No one has emailed us, despite no, the I've... fact that two times I've said redheadandtheboy at gmail.com and no one. You know what I'm going to start doing? What? I'm going to start emailing us questions. <laughs> and I'm going to make up names and none of them will yes. ever fucking know. But we need to put it into <laughs> like the like the names, into like an obscure name generator. So it's yes. like Gertie McFlurton uh, from Podunk, Iowa. <laughs> Uh, has this question <laughs> yes so we're gonna do that yeah. well this has been wonderful yeah i hope you've all enjoyed all um possibly 60 of you holy shit i hope you've enjoyed this extra long the more i talk the longer it goes i'm just gonna hit the stop yeah